This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Dale Jr. finishes 24th yesterday. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, well, this should be a great podcast. The Dale Jr. download starts now. And with Mike Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer, and I don't know what we're going to do now. If you don't want to talk about it, we have to talk about it, Mike. I'll when t- things go poorly, you still have to be a man. You got to face. Listen, Latart was on with us last week. He yep. said things aren't always going to go so well. Stevie, I wasn't ready for that to be the following race though at the paper <laughs> clip. Come on, man. Hey, you know what? The thing about this, everybody kind of wondered whenever we would have a bad race. Yeah. What were we going to say on here? Is this going to be a glowy PR podcast, or are we going to just tell it like it is? We're going to tell it like it is, let's, Taylor. Let's do it. All right. It was a bad day. Um. I mean, we'll go through the race. We'll play a bunch of these clips, but a thought first. You're going to have days like this, and clearly they had some mechanical issues yesterday. Uh, the car got worse as the race went on. Early in green flag runs, his car was extremely competitive. I would argue it was one of the best cars on the track, especially in the first 250 or maybe first 200 laps yeah. or so. But as the runs went on and as the day went on, just really disappointing. It was. There was definitely some mechanical issue in the rear that contributed uh, to that finish. And you know what? As long as their man-made machinery is being pushed to the limits like we do with these race cars, it's going to happen. Yeah. That's just what's going to happen. So we have days like this, um, you know, 36 races in a season. You can't, you can't have it all the time. You know, you know a lot of people are going to lose their mind. They're going to hit the panic button when something like this happens. I don't, I don't know why, but watching that race yesterday, I felt like, you know what? This is just a blip. I'm not worried about this. I, I feel like all these guys, I mean, you're so close to all these guys on the 88 team. I feel like all these guys will say, you know what? It was a bad day. We'll learn something from this, especially for Martinsville. But most importantly, we'll throw this away and go to Texas. I learned back in my first year in the sport, uh, our crew chief, Johnny Allen, uh, for Finch Racing, uh, said you got to take the good with the good and the bad with the bad. If you get hung up on a race, on a bad race, you'll just keep going downhill. you got to get it behind you, move forward. we got Texas coming up this week. But, Mike, I feel I would have been more concerned a few years ago if something like this happened. I'm I'm more positive and more optimistic now than ever. The team's too good to let this uh, bog them down. The team's too good. We know that. Let's go through some of these clips. Let's listen to the yeah. radio chatter from uh, yesterday. And uh, let's first hear what Dale Jr. had to say is he was running fourth at lap 84 after starting 17th. He, he really had a good car early on. Good in front of you there. The 18 tried to jump down there. They're going to roll good in front of you. Your lane doesn't have much checkup. There you go. Just the one car now. Door. Still there. Bumper. Take with the knees. Clear. P5 right there. Patience, yeah, you know, don't want to use up your car. I think Stevie alluded to that about Dale Jr. earlier in the week, saying that that's one of the things that impresses him about Jr. is that he knows how to take care of his equipment early in the race. And at Martinsville, it's so easy to abuse your equipment early, and you don't have anything for the end. Yeah, that's important. Well, clip two, uh, during the third caution, as I texted to you, uh, yeah. Junior in the 88, very good on new tires, but as the run went on, he would drop off a little bit. Here we go. Actually, it ran pretty good. Oh, stickers. 
but it's just a little tight and it still shears. All right, I hear what you're saying about the balance. This is the other thing I see. is lap time-wise and speed-wise, our car is almost too good for the first 10. We're either running harder than they are, but I assume everybody's trying to get to the bottom get going. So it's like our car almost is just better than theirs. Turning better, and then the middle tightens up and the rears go away. Yeah, you could really sense that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was almost like... We, I mean, there were a lot of cautions yesterday. I wish there had been about 50. We don't win the race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> been right there at the finish because five, ten laps in, Junior was a rocket ship. Yeah, if there were 50 cautions and 48 pit stops, right. we put in four tires every time. The tire bill would have been big, but we'd have won the race. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, and we'll get to this coming up later, but after Junior uh, gets wrecked there as the uh, 55 got into the 10 and the 10 got into the 88, right. I was thinking, okay, if Junior can get back this – it, the, the lucky dog, if we get three green-white checkers, Junior's going to be right there. We're there. And it's not above the realm of possibility <laughs> yeah. that you could have that at Martinsville. But it didn't happen. Uh, but he, they were really good on the short run. Just want, drop it off at the end. I want to ask you about what happened here uh, after we hear this clip. At lap 179 restart, right after that, Dale Jr. gets in, uh, in a big mix-up as uh, there's damage to the left rear quarter panel. Let's hear it. Left rear tire, see me take a look at it this time. Bye. Actually, high, 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 go low, 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 low. I got pushed into the marbles there. That five just stopped in the middle of the corner, and I stopped, and somebody knocked it out of me, and the right front got in the dirt. I couldn't go. Just fly. I was going to hit the stand. Yeah, I hate to give up the little bit of track position we got, but we got to fix it. We got to fix it. It'll be into a tire before we know it here. Do you think that had any impact on how the car was running as the day went on? Uh, no, I don't. I think uh, whatever mechanical issue he had going on in the rear before that, uh, you know, probably had more impact than anything. They seemed to be able, they were running about 10th, I believe, when that happened. And they went in, took their time in the pits, got it repaired. Did you see how many cars had tape on it, yeah. you know, even by the halfway point? I mean, there was a lot of banged up cars. So I don't think that had a whole lot to do with it. You know, I'd like to take this moment to make this uh, statement real quick. People have made fun of me my whole life for using duct tape. If you watched the Martinsville race yesterday, that made me feel a lot better about it. It comes in handy at it, Martinsville, it, doesn't it? Comes it comes in handy. Yeah, yeah, man. Duct tape can save things. Yep. Uh, lap 358, Dale Jr. all the way back to 22nd, and uh, Jimmy Johnson was about to lap him. Here we go. Real, just real tight in the center and sheared bad off. Keep doing the best you can, but Keep doing the best you can. Lead us right straight away back. We just need a caution to work on it. I got one tire pulling down the straightaway. I'm spinning the right rear or the right or the left rear all the way down the straightaway like it's a drive plate chipping, skipping or something. I don't understand why I'm losing so much forward bite. Put your brake lever where you think you want it for this restart here, and we'll we'll attack it again from here. Clearly, it was uh, it was a handful all day. It was day. a handful. And as the day went on, yeah. it got worse and worse. Yeah, yeah. And Stevie says there at the end there, uh, you know, we'll attack it from here. They never quit attacking it. Yeah. You know, they went after it. Uh, it just just wasn't handling. There was just some mechanical issue. And what else do you say? You have it. It happens. Well, then we pour gas on the fire here. At, at the end, yeah. At the, uh, with 45 laps to go as Dale Jr. – in the lucky dog position, he's trying to get that lap back, but then the 55 gets into the 10, and the 10 gets into the 88. Inside, inside. Got hit by the 55. Hang on, no caution. Get ready here. Caution's out. Caution's out. That's uh, the 55 car for you. Yeah, flat. You want me to stay out? No, just come this time. Come this time. There's no reason to tear it up, tear a brake lane off. 55, got the lucky dog out of that. That was his goal there. You know what? I didn't actually – I watched the replay, but I couldn't tell 
how much the 55 actually contributed to it. I know the 55 and Danica were racing hard. Yeah. You're inside of 50 laps. It happened. So I, I, don't, I don't know what the 55 was really trying, like TJ suggested, was just trying to get the lucky. Everybody's racing for the lucky dog at that point. You're inside of 50 laps. So um, I don't know how intentional that was, I guess. Well, I don't know that it was intentional, but two things here. First of all, Junior had no problem with Danica. Uh, right, it, right. It, you know, said that in the last few laps, said, tell her no problem, right. understand. And then after the race, he said the same thing. And secondly, as somebody that used to, to race uh, for JR Motorsports last year, uh, I'd like to congratulate her. Absolutely. Un- unbelievable day. Absolutely. Um, I mean, ninth place, what was it, ninth at, at Daytona? Was that right? I think that I think she finished ninth at Daytona, um, finishing twelfth in Martinsville. In way more impressive, way more impressive. Nobody saw that coming. She deserves congratulations for that. Absolutely, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yep. All right. Well, enough of the radio chatter. Not a very good day, but uh, hey, still third in the points, right there, yep. uh, where you need to be after six races. A lot of momentum. If you look at the whole big picture, they're going to a track. Or Junior won his first race. He has a lot of confidence in Texas. So we'll get to that uh, coming up. Hey, guys, if you haven't tried Dale Jr. potato chips, well, you're one of the few holdouts. But you can change that right now. Go to DaleJrFoods.com for a store locator or order any of four flavors today. That's DaleJrFoods.com. Let's speed dial. Speed dial. All right, let's talk to one of the very best in NASCAR. He's been doing it for a long time. Bob Pockris, NASCAR beat writer for Sporting News, is with us now. And, Bob, uh, you were one of the few people to talk to Junior after the race. Uh, disappointing day, finishing 24th on a track that he's been very successful at lately. What do you have to say afterwards? Uh, well, what he had to say was he was disappointed. Uh, I mean, he knows that you're not going to run in the top 10 every week. But, uh, you know, he felt Martinsville was a track that uh, that his team could have a good finish, and he feels that at tracks that they're good at, they need to capitalize on those. And, uh, obviously, they didn't on Sunday. Bob, did, I don't know how much you paid attention to, specifically to the 88 during that race, but, uh, you know, his drop-off – after 10 laps was pretty significant or maybe 20 laps. He was one of the best at the first of the run. Uh, and then he just went backwards. We you know, what do you think attributed to that? Uh, well, I mean, as much as you, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, all the talk, uh, about Dale jr. And Steve Latart was, you know, how, how great they make adjustments during the race. And even if they have one bad adjustment, they seem to make the next three or four seem to work really well. And, uh, this was a race where, Dale Jr. Start, you know, and he admitted we, they started and had a good car, and they made a lot of adjustments during the race, and and it changed, and it was a bad car at the end of the race. And uh, you know, some people might say, well, you know, how can that happen? But I mean, when you look at their first five weeks, I think that that's what makes their first five weeks so much so impressive. You know, that they that they got it right for five weeks and and get it wrong for one week. That's that's a pretty good. Uh, if you were if you were doing that up at the plate uh, in baseball, you'd be uh, you'd be leading. Uh, you'd have the leading batting average, right? So uh, you know these things happen in racing, and and that's what it was. You know, Bob um, it, Steve Latart was with us last week, and he said, "Look, we're going to have bad races. We're going to have days where things just don't go well." And uh, this was an example of that. And in and in past years, uh, I feel like maybe there'd be more cause for concern and and you hear from junior nation just as much as anybody a very passionate fan base who uh you know some can hit the panic button after a day like that happens but based on what you just said after all the success they had in the first five weeks 
do you feel like fans should calm down and say, you know what, it's just a blip, move on, Texas is a good race, for, a good track for him? Uh, well, I'm not going to tell him what to think, you know. I mean, that's part of being a fan is that you want your guy to do well every week. Um, you know, and, and uh, as, as Dale Jr. said himself, it's a long year. Things are going to happen. It doesn't mean you have to like it, though, you know. So, um, you know, Dale Jr. was upset. I think he'd expect his fans to be upset a little bit, um, but he'd also be expect them to be able to move on and think, you know, that they could have a good, strong run at Texas. Talk about the points race now after these race, after the Martinsville race, Bob. What are you thinking? Well, I'm still thinking that Junior's in a good position. I think that, you know, that's what makes doing well the first five weeks uh, so important, that you can have a they can have a mulligan or two. And, uh, yeah, you know, so he dropped from first to third. You know, if, if he runs the at Texas the way um, he expects to run, the way they think they can run, um, you know, he, he'll be he'll, he'll remain in the top three. I'm not going to say he's going to go out there and uh, and, and beat, uh, beat Jimmy because, you know, last time uh, NASCAR was at Texas, Jimmy was running awfully, awfully strong. So, um, you know, I uh, I think still that, that Junior is in a good spot. You know, no, no reason uh, to panic and just, uh, you know, say, hey, Martinsville is Martinsville. Not much from Martinsville translates to other tracks. And, uh, you know, just uh, don't think about it again until you go back there in October and uh, understand what you did and, and what not to do. Great perspective from Bob Pockris, Sporting News NASCAR beat writer. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, guys. Lars Anderson from Sports Illustrated. Lars, how you doing? Good. How you guys doing this morning? Doing well. I'm going to read a piece of your preview for Martinsville because I think I found the problem on what happened to the 88 yesterday. All right. Dale Jr.'s never taken a checkered flag at the short track in Southern Virginia, but it says here that will change on Sunday. He is my pick to win. Lars, I thought we've talked <laughs> oh, about <no>. this. <laughs> you are not to pick Dale Jr. We have gone over this at length. However, I did my research, Mike, and if you look at all of the tracks that NASCAR competes at, Dale Jr.'s best average finish is at Martinsville. Yesterday was his day. Something happened. It wasn't me. It was you. Taylor, just so you know, there's a history here. As long as I've known Lars, and it's been a long time, when he picks Dale Jr., it traditionally and statistically has proven to be Dale Jr.'s worst races. Lars, am I lying? I hate to say this, but I, I, I think ever since 2004 when Dale won the Daytona 500, and I don't think I picked him that year to win, by the way, but ever since then, I, I swear I'm not going to pick him to win the Daytona 500, and I've picked him every year. <laughs> so he has picked Dale to win the Daytona 500. Yeah. I'm only 0 for 9 or whatever since then on the Daytona 500 pick. Listen, I, I'd make fun of him here, but I'd pick Junior to win Martinsville too. So I, I don't think that I can say much at, at this point. But, uh, hey, all of his logic made great sense. I mean, Junior does have a great he, – he's got a great record at the paperclip. He's never won there. You, you really thought this was his day, but – it was a bad weekend all around, but, uh, you know, Lars' big picture is he's still having an excellent season, and the 88 team has a lot of confidence, so I, I kind of get the sense it's just a blip. How about you? Absolutely. Um, you know, just being around Dale for a long time and being close with Mike and, and the whole team, I think this is as good a chance as he's going to have to win a championship this year. The, they have the full package. I think this is the year it all it all falls into place, you know. And I just I just did a piece I just did a piece in the magazine two weeks ago, uh, what we call a case for, and it's just a one page essay. I did a, a case for why Dale Jr. is going to win the championship this year, and um, 
you know, I, I just think, again, all the elements are in place for him to do just that. Well, personally, I think you might want to pick him right. and not make the chase now right. after what just happened. Right. So, 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 <laughs> so, Lars, we've established that he's a title contender. Yeah. What I need you to do is not pick him again. If you do, I'm going to send out to Junior Nation your yeah. phone number and your mailing address and right. let them handle you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, okay. So to to get on your guys' good side, I'll just pick Jimmy Johnson to win every there you race. Go. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. You just need to pick Junior finish like 39th in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lars. Great we appreciate stuff, you. Lars. Thank you, man. Good talking to you guys. You too. All right. Enough of that. Enough of speed dial. Time for reaction theater. I think uh, Junior Nation may have something to say about yesterday. I don't know how much I want to hear this. I don't either. You want to hold hands? You, you know, you want to have a big group hug oh, here, Dustin? This could be dangerous. All right. Let's go. What you got, Dustin? Tough race. We all knew we'd have one of these at some point in the year, but like Junior said, uh, we don't have to be happy with it. But Junior Nation, we just need to kind of chill out and uh, can't get too down on them. We've had five out of six good races, so got to keep our heads up. Okay, all right. Well, that was level-headed. Level-headed. I don't <laughs> feel so bad about things now. No, this is going to go well. Oh, good. All right. I feel a lot better. What's next? Mike, you said on Twitter you don't understand the animosity that we have towards J.J. He keeps screwing Junior over. Junior does the right teammate thing, pushes him to the win at Talladega when they all went four wide, cuts and breaks on the racetrack, but when Jimmy gets the chance to return a favor, he never does it. What do you have to say about that one, old Mike? <laughs> well, I... I guess my point was at the end, after all that had happened that day, I don't think that was what our biggest problem was, you know. Uh, and then I also think they're giving drivers a little too much credit in, in processing all this information. He's inside 50 laps. He's winning the race. You coming around the corner, you see Junior there. You know, you, you take it for what it's worth. I, you know, I didn't think it was as big a deal. Clearly. I'm not. Uh, you know, a lot well, of people I would don't agree. It wasn't the biggest problem. I mean, anybody that okay. would say that is crazy. I do think it's pretty funny what Jimmy tweeted this morning. You haters have it right. I'm a bad teammate. I've a cheated up car. I'm lucky, <laughs> and the race was fixed. Gotta love Twitter. <laughs> That's the 48 on, That's on Twitter. Who's next? What in the hell kind of teammate is Jimmy Johnson? Are you kidding me? Dude couldn't have pulled over for four seconds and let Junior gone by. I do not understand that guy. Brian Vickers is an idiot. I've known Vickers was an idiot for a long time, but Jimmy Johnson, seriously? Oh, four seconds at Martinsville is like a quarter of the, quarter of the track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is, now, that is true. <laughs> But, um, listen, maybe maybe Johnson was in his own world thinking about winning, didn't see the 88. I don't know. It's, uh, it's up for debate. I don't know I how guess. much I believe that. Who's next? <laughs> hey, what time is it? Y'all don't know because y'all ain't got no clock. <laughs> y'all ain't got no clock. <laughs> That's true. We don't have any clocks. No grandfather clocks <laughs> in our cabinets. No. I have no idea <laughs> what time it is. I don't even wear a watch. If Jimmy Johnson doesn't know what well, time well, it yeah. is, he's crazy, by we'll, the way. We'll ask Jimmy. Yeah. Nobody's sleeping in that house, by right. the way. My gosh. <laughs> Next. Oh, Mama said there'd be days like that. And even Stephen Cart last week said that we'd have a stinker once in a while. Just remember, next week is Texas. Decide on Dale Jr.'s first win and hopefully his 20th. Go Dale Jr. and Brian Vickers, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, it throws that one little jab yeah, in there, poor, poor Vickers got it from all angles yesterday. Then Harvick tried to wow, put him in the gra- cool, he, he tried to put him in the grandstand. Yes, he did. <laughs> wow. That was neat. Next. I guess we just had a bad week, didn't we? Good news is they get to line up again next week and do it all again. It's just one week, fellas. We still going big. Junior Nation. 
I like this. I mean, that's that's a good call right there. Look, it was a bad day. It's over. It Let's go like, to Texas and race Saturday night. That's like the Stevie Latarda Junior Nation right there. I like there. that right, right there. Yeah. Motivation. Next. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson could have helped the 88 out there on that caution, but Jimmy's got more important things to worry about than a piece of car on the track. It's going to go another lap down. The 88 team ought to be damn embarrassed. I'll tell you one thing, you better not bring that piece of to Texas. Well, oh, okay. Well, there's good news there. <laughs> they won't take the Martinsville car to Texas. No, I can no, promise you that. I'll do that. <laughs> Even no, if it had won. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, me. Lots of passion. You got you to gotta appreciate Absolutely. all of it. Absolutely. Thanks. Oh, Junebug's car acted like my wife does the week before, all over the place. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I don't. I don't know. Is that a dig at his wife or her car? I, both. Okay. Next. <laughs> when you run like you get run over by, and that's it. Can't blame Johnson for not stopping because he had to do what he had to do. But on Brian Vickers. Oh. Hmm. You remember my Brian Vickers story, by the way. When uh, when, the golf when Junior went out to play golf with Jimmy Johnson, tell it real quick. At, out, at, out at uh, out at Quail Hollow. Yeah. And, and Junior does not like to play golf in front of prominent people, right. by the way. But right. he's out there anyway. And some dude that's a member out there at Quail Hollow comes up and says, "Hey, man, thanks for what you did for that um, charity deal a couple weeks ago." And Junior says, "I don't know what you're talking about." He goes, "You know, you were out there. You did that charity deal. It was great. It was wonderful what you did." And he's in front of all these people, Jimmy Johnson, all these people. And Junior's like, man, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. And the guy goes, wait a minute, aren't you Brian Vickers? Everybody at Quail Hollow was laying on the putting green. Did, was Jimmy Johnson laughing? Did, oh, he's crying. Uh, he's rolling yeah. on the ground, that's crying, funny. laughing. And Jimmy's Junior's like, no, man, I'm I'm not Brian Vickers. <laughs> that's funny. Next, you've got certain positions that matter in NASCAR. You've got wins. Top fives, top tens, and then positions that you finish behind Danica. We've reached an all-time low. Well, a lot of people uh, finished behind Danica Kevin yesterday. Kevin Harvick. All right. I mean, she did good. She did. She had a great day. Yeah. All credit to her. And, and you know, she had an early, she had an early wreck with Rudiman, ironically, who used to drive that car. And she was, well, in, it was with Schrader, wasn't it? Yeah, she was. But first, it was with Rudiman. And uh, she's in last place, 43rd yeah. there, yeah. about 50 laps in, finishes 12th. Impressive. Next. Mike Hall comes back to the track. Dale <laughs> Jr. has his worst race of the year. Come on, man. Stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, uh, Mike look. Hogg. Come on, Mike Hogg. Mike Hogg went to the track after yeah. being uh, on the injured reserve, and uh, we have our worst finish of the year. I love this because people blame me for the uh, three or four years of our uh, of our little funk, yeah, and uh, for me being there, I come off the road and all of a sudden he you, wins races. So. Y'all finished sixth in Bristol when you went, you know, and 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 had a good finish. And then I, I was first thing I saw Jr. this morning. I said, Jr., get back on yeah, the road, he man. Went to, uh, yeah, he went yeah. to Fontana. It's yeah. all Mike yeah. Hogg's fault. Yeah, let's blame Hogg. Next. <laughs> The wild man in Turkey Cock Mountain says that Dale Jr. should have wanted to whoop Brian Vickers' ass instead of Kevin Harvick later. Turkey Cock Mountain is the actual place. It is? Yeah. Where I is had it? to look that up. It's in Virginia, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. I believe that. Turkey Cock Mountain. That makes a lot of <laughs> sense. Next. I'd just like to say I'm the biggest Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan there is. Love you, man. Love you, Team 88. Let's go get us a championship. Woo! 
That's a good one to finish on right there. All right, that's Reaction Theater. Folks, a reminder, there are four flavors of Dale Jr. potato chips, crispy original, zesty jalapeno, Creole and green onion, and Carolina barbecue. Go to DaleJrFoods.com right now to get yours today. That's DaleJrFoods.com. And one thing, Taylor, I will say that we get so many voicemails. What we started doing last week or two weeks ago, I believe, was we're going to put an extended version of Reaction Theater because there's so many good voicemails, and I wish we could put them all on this podcast. But we'll do an extended version so a lot of other people that left voicemails can hear themselves on DaleJr.com. So check that out. We're going to put it on Thursdays. Mean-spirited people this week, hey, at least some of them. We love you all. Let's throw the white flag. There you go, buddy, white flag. It will be a busy weekend for Dell Jr. as he is running both Nationwide Series and Cup races at Texas. He'll be in the number 88 Hellman Chevrolet for Friday night's Nationwide event. He'll be on ESPN2, and then he'll be back in the National Guard colors for Saturday night's Cup race. That will be on Fox. As we announced last week, when Dell Jr.'s ride has officially started. Up for grabs is Junior's 2013 Corvette Sports Coupe. Go to the, the Foundation.org to buy raffle tickets today. Don't forget, you can meet Dale Jr. at Talladega through Great Clips just by texting Dale, D-A-L-E, to 47328, or if you're in Canada, to 77777. That's five sevens. Hey. Last week on JRM 360, we announced that Jeffrey Earnhardt, Dale Jr.'s nephew, will drive a Junior Motorsports car at Richmond. Well, we'll have some more news regarding that this week, so stay tuned. Now, lastly, Taylor, I feel I owe you a public congratulations and Marty Smith. I congratulate you both for all you've done in helping Eric Church win Album of the Year last night. I'm fired up for Eric. I had nothing to do with it. Maybe Marty did. The cuddling, all that stuff. I had nothing to do with it. Proud of my boy Chief, though. Good stuff, guys. For Mike Davis and for Dustin Lee, I'm Taylor Zarzer. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Have you tried the new Dale Jr. potato chips? Are you wondering where you can find them? Today is your lucky day. Go to DaleJrFoods.com to see where you can find the chips in your area or place an order online. You can have them shipped right to you. That's DaleJrFoods.com.